everyone. I'm Sandy Lim. I'm here with my special guest Summer. And before we get into our topic, how are you doing? Hi, Sandy. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and Summer is a、um, solution manager for our SAP New Product. And can you tell us more about like what your current role is and who you are? Yeah, sure, Sandy. Happy to be with you today. Yeah.、Um, yeah. So I'm responsible for. I'm part of a new product called Data Custodian, and I'm responsible for the、uh, product management, business development,、uh, solution management, as you mentioned.、Uh, and if folks are not familiar, I know Data Custodian is a fairly new product,、um, and probably some folks on the podcast aren't familiar with it yet. It's a new SaaS solution from SAP that is all about addressing data protection and compliance in the cloud. And as we all know, the regulatory data compliance landscape out there has really been increasingly more challenging for our customers. Yeah. And Data Custodian is here to really help customers and SAP customers with those challenges. Sounds amazing. And we have heard from Data Custodian from Yuga、uh, Miller's keynote in Vegas and Tech at Barcelona. And we all know that、uh, enterprises have adopts、um, data protection while moving to the public clouds. And how SAP Data Custodian can help them to mitigate those、uh, risks? Yeah, that's right, Sandy. So we were very happy and proud that our CTO Jurgen Moller spoke about Data Custodian at stage with AWS folks, and、uh, yeah, specifically the announcement at that point was the general availability for SAP on AWS customers. Yeah. And at this point,、uh, yeah, Data Custodian is now available on all three hyperscalers. Which means that if customers are, you know, looking to take advantage of all the goodness that cloud offers, the elasticity, the agility, and so on, run as for Hana there, but they're looking for more data protection,、uh, some more transparency and control in terms of the complete stack、uh, when it comes to accesses, data residency.、Uh, some customers are asking about SAP Hana key management services. Data custodian is addressing all those challenges. Yeah, and I also know that、um, SAP Data Custodian is designed for safeguarding, transporting, and giving the users control over their public cloud resources, as you mentioned. And how can we give them this kind of visibility and ensure the transparency? Yeah, Sandy. So we do this at different levels, and、yeah. really, you know, I'd say between working with our partners and utilizing some APIs that we work with them on it, we utilize different technologies that we can achieve this transparency across the stack. So this can be done again through the API integration.、Uh, we try to do that as much as possible.、Uh, sometimes we do it through the data custodian agents that we would implement in the customer's、uh, cloud landscape. Yeah. And lastly, as we you know target the application itself, and with Esforhana, we have our own add-on on the application level that gives customers more information around transparency and control. Yeah. Um, but it's really cool, you know. Again, is we go kind of beyond just the transparency and the visibility that we've been speaking about, and we give customers as much control over their data as possible, so they can feel confident about you know running SAP in the cloud. And we do this through these、uh, policies that we build, 
we can uh, give we give customers the authority to create policies from scratch depending on their own business requirements or compliance requirements but even better we create what we call policy templates in data custodian so customers uh, you know when it comes to gdpr and other regulatory compliance needs they don't have to if you will be experts about all of this and they yeah. can use these you know policy templates to get up and running and then customize it based on their needs and the type of data that they have in the cloud. Yeah, sounds really cool. And I love what you said that we go really beyond the transparency and visibility and we even um, offer the customers this kind of option that they can use the policy templates and to comply with like those regulations and GDPR. And and yeah, so um, is ASAP Data Custodian already available on different public clouds? And I remember you already mentioned that um, now SAP Data Custodian is available for like three hyperscalers. So can you probably like um, call out what three hyperscalers we are referring to? And uh, will it be also offer um, SAP Cloud Platform in the future because I'm like a product manager side from um, Cloud Platform, so it would be interesting for me. And then uh, can we also use it for S4HANA Cloud? Yeah, so uh, right now Data Custodian is available for S4HANA customers on Amazon AWS, uh, Google Cloud, on Microsoft Azure. Yeah. Now uh, we have unique capabilities specifically for S4HANA, yeah. uh, but Really, you know, the transparency that we're speaking about can be for any type of, you know, workload that the customer is running on hyperscalers. Now, uh, when we want to speak specifically to SAP Cloud Platform, uh, it comes, I, I want to break it down to two things. Uh, okay. Commercially speaking, uh, SAP Cloud yeah. Platform customers will be very soon be able to buy data custodian and get some of our capabilities through SAP Cloud Platform. So yeah. expect yeah. that to come very soon. Yeah. Uh, but even better, uh, we are also targeting to include support for SCP workloads when they run on hyperscale. As we all know, SCP can run now on AWS and Microsoft Azure. Yeah. Yeah. And we are also yeah, targeting support for SCP workloads as well. Yeah, superb. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like with our multi-cloud strategy, it's also beneficial to have like data custodian available on SAP Cloud Platform. And we can also um, like um, consume from those uh, infrastructure from AWS, Azure, and um, Google Cloud. Yeah. So, um, yeah. well, SAP data custodian support GDPR compliance, I think for most of the uh, um, listeners for, for LEN, it will be uh, really um useful to know if we can make uh, customers, you know, to be compliant with uh, GDPR, yeah. Yeah, and I think, Sandy, that's a, a very important question. You know, yeah. GDPR and, you know, other regulatory compliance frameworks out there are at the forefront of our customers' minds right now. Yeah. GDPR went into effect, you know, last year. There yeah. is the California Consumer Privacy Act, you know, yeah. right in front of us in January. Yeah. Uh, there are many data residency requirements and business requirements from customers that they need to adhere of. And if you will, geofence their data within a certain boundary or location, they want to ensure that accesses are happening from a certain location to comply yeah. with these rules. And so I like to say that, you know, GDPR is very big and uh, 
customers should look at data custodian and any other product not like if you will a magic wand that will help them comply with gdpr yeah and you know this is uh, really a product that helps them specifically when it comes to accesses and data residency issues uh, that are around gdpr and in that way we help in a big way around other you know regulatory compliance needs we ensure that the data resides within a certain boundary folks yeah. are accessing from a certain location and uh, you know other capabilities around contextual access control what we refer to it um, so yeah I hope that answers your question yeah I, th I think that's a valid point and how do you work with our partners yeah so really you know I feel like most of my time at this point is going through working with our partners yeah and I have to say you know without our partners seeing the value of this offering to our joint customers Really, data custodian won't be where it is today, and the fact that we launched it very quickly, yeah. because we and our partners, you know, believe that uh, you know customers want to have more transparency and control and confidence with our combined strategy. Um, so, really, we work with them, you know, on everyday basis when it comes to the technical work that we do and the API integration that I spoke about, yeah. and also, you know, we want customers to feel that we have a SAP has a true multi-cloud strategy regardless of where their data is running on what type of workloads they decide to run where that this is a solution that can help them address you know transparency and control and compliance regardless where their workloads are yeah yeah so kudos to to our partners <laughs> and um so how does this compare with similar solutions from from these partners for example yeah, I think that's a great question too. Because, <laughs> yeah. Right, uh, you know, there are, um, you know, such uh, capabilities available from our partners as well around transparency and data protection capabilities. Yeah. Uh, custodian complements those services as well. So but it's really, complementary, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So we utilize some of these services again that they built, uh, but really, where data custodian truly stands out is uh, one, the capability to have a multi-cloud data protection strategy. And, you know, being able to work with all our partners, we're able to do so. Yeah. And two, um, uh, the value really starts to stand out with data custodian as you go higher in the stack yeah. and you want more protection for those SAP application workloads. And that's where, you know, internal at SAP, we work very closely with the SAP HANA team and the S4 HANA team and to build those capabilities uh, that goes for transparency and control. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, and I would say we're very excited about our key management service capability, which is uh, while similarly to your point, there are key management services out there. Yeah. Uh, what we're doing is something that is very unique for SAP HANA yeah. and create a key management service and have customers be the authority for those key management services. I think that's a very exciting feature for us yeah. that will be truly unique from Data Custodian. Yeah, and I believe in the future we will also team up. So, you know, SAP Cloud Platform will also um, like support SAP Data Custodian. So. Yeah. Absolutely, that would be very soon. That would be great. Um, so if someone is interested in our topic today, like um, data SAP data custodian, so what would you invite them to do or how they can find you personally? No, <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, I'm happy to uh, really to speak with anybody. More. Yeah. We barely scratched the surface here. There's a lot to cover. Yeah, uh, folks can sure. get in touch with me directly. Yeah. Uh, my Twitter handle is at uh, Samer Kamal um, on Twitter. And uh, they, you know, we have our product page on, you know, if you just search SAP Data Custodian, you can find a lot of information that I mentioned. Uh, yeah. We're happy yeah. to demo the product. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, customers can reach out to their account executives and we can schedule a call with them and hopefully yeah, help them with their journey in the cloud. Good. Okay. So, um, like, thank you for taking your time, Summer. And, like, I did a lot from the data custodian and I hope to, like, see you around in the future. And, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Sandy, for having me. to uh, interview with Shipa and Finney and they have done like awesome three episodes already so it's another episode of our SAP Cloud Platform Integration Suite series and how are you doing today Shipa and Finney? Hi Sandy, hi everyone, uh, we are good and happy to be back again. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> and Finney? Yeah, hi Shilpa. Thanks, uh, Shilpa and Sandy. Thanks a lot again for this opportunity, and happy yeah. to be here. Yeah, and we know a lot of our customers are using Cloud Platform integration, and they take advantage of out-of-the-box features of using uh, integration suite to accelerate their end-to-end -end integration scenarios. So, could you tell us? How does SAP Cloud Platform integration help to seamlessly integrate cloud and on-premise applications and simplify enterprise integration for hybrid um, environments, Finney? Okay, sure. Uh, so SAP Cloud Platform integration uh, has been around for a long time, so most of uh, our listeners would know about it. But just to start and give you a short introduction, it's a cloud-based integration platform as a service, which enables integration of cloud applications with uh, SAP and non-SAP, uh, also cloud and on-premise applications to eliminate data silos and make digital access simple, secure, and scalable. So in other words, it supports integration of applications to applications, uh, business to business, and business to government scenarios with focus on non-SAP applications. Now, uh, coming to the how part of the question, yeah. um, it comes with a rich set of prepackaged integration content to integrate SAP and non-SAP applications, uh, with which customers or partners can jumpstart their integration by just configuring a few parameters. Uh, it also has a rich set of connectivity options to connect to various cloud and on-premise applications uh, using the different adapters that are available. Yeah. And if there are specific scenarios uh, and the available adapters doesn't fit your need, then the customers can use ADK or Adapter Developer Kit to build uh, one of uh, your own. Yeah. And you can also connect to non-SAP or third-party applications using SAP Cloud Platform Open Connectors, which is another service, which allows you to seamlessly integrate uh, to third-party applications. And now we also have an Open Connectors adapter in CPI to connect to uh, SAP Cloud Platform Open Connectors. It also 
CPI also provides a host of flexible pipeline steps to transform or enrich the messages that are flowing through the pipeline. Yeah. And uh, one of the most important part is that it has a strong focus on security, such as data isolation, multi-tenancy, and also, also has many uh, pipeline steps uh, which allows you to do message or payload level encryption. Yeah. Yeah. And we have also seen that there are a lot of uh, customers who you who are from the on-premise world, which are using PIPO. We yeah. also support asset interoperability, so we allow uh, import of mappings from SAP Pros orchestration into CPI and reuse them as is. Uh, and we can we also do the other way around. So if you have pre uh, pre-packaged content that you're using in CPI, you can also use them on SAP Process orchestration uh, from 750 onwards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and just to end uh, this uh, introduction, uh, CPI has also been investing, or CPI development team has also been investing a lot of time and effort in enabling CPI um, service to be available on multi-cloud, yeah. or in other words, you can say that it is basically being available on hyperscalers like AWS, Azure, and AliCloud. So AWS, we are already live, and Azure is in the process, uh, and the next steps would be to make this available on AliCloud. Awesome. So yeah, like thank you for like giving us a very comprehensive overview on uh, SAP Cloud Platform uh, integration. But Shipa, I have another question for you. So how does um, SAP Cloud Platform integration help to accelerate like the integration? Yeah, thanks, Andy. Uh, basically, we have out of the box integrations, yeah. which are available on SAP API Business Hub. Yeah. And these can help you to accelerate integration projects from, you know, when we talk about timeline from months to days. Yeah. We have 1,200 plus integrations today, and yeah. we are always adding new integrations. Yeah. So for all our listeners who is listening this episode, it is a good idea to keep checking regularly on API Business Hub. Yeah. So they don't These have to start from scratch, right? They could just... Um, basically browse through the um, API Business Hub, right? Yes, yeah, that is a point. Yeah. And that is the, you know, uh, differentiating factor which we have at CPI. Yeah. And these integrations are all the intelligent enterprise suite scenarios, such as hire to retire, lead to cash, procure to pay, and so on. Yeah. Prepackage integrations can be, as you mentioned, discovered, configured, and developed deployed on your cloud platform integration tenant with minimal effort. Yeah. These prepackaged integrations are of two types, configure only, which can only be configured, but it cannot uh, be, you know, edited. And the second one is editable content, uh, which can be further extended or modified as per your integration needs. Yeah. SAP cloud platform integration has a tight integration with Business Hub. Yeah. which provides not only pre-package integration content, yeah. but also APIs to accelerate application development. You can benefit from the pre-package integration content to jumpstart your integration project and you know quickly productize your scenarios and do API-based integration by just creating integration flows from APIs on your cloud platform integration tenant. As mentioned above, CPI offers a rich set of pre-package integration content to integrate not only SAP, but also non-SAP applications or third-party applications like 
SAP Success Factor employs central integration with third-party time vendor, which is Kronos. This is a prepackaged content which is available, and also Salesforce to S4HANA Cloud. Last but not the least, we have close to 30 partner content. And if you are SAP's partner and want to contribute to the prepackaged integrations, you can contact us by going to api.sap.com and just click on contact and send us a mail. We will help you to publish your content. Yeah. Awesome. And that's also a very good news. And especially um, when Shipa mentioned that we have those prepackaged uh, integration content. So um, customer, they can actually um, just leverage the uh, content we have and, and then link to the SAP applications or non-SAP uh, applications. So we can actually do like a very quick connections here. And so what are the different connectivity options and message uh, processing um, capabilities available um, in SAP Cloud Platform integration? So Shifa, I think this question will go to you as well. Yeah, so as Vinny already mentioned in the, in the overview that we have good connectivity uh, options, uh, I will just give you a deeper look into it, coming to the connectivity options available in CPI. You have a list of inbuilt technical adapters like Mail, HTTP, SOAP, Odata V2, V4, iDoc and so on, and the functional adapters like Success Factors, Ariba, Facebook, Twitter, etc. Yeah. And some of the latest additions are the Open Connectors adapter, yeah. which allows you to connect to around 160 plus third-party applications mm -hmm. with simplified access and harmonized REST APIs. Yeah. Process Direct adapter, which enables you to communicate with other integration flows deployed in your tenant without passing through the load balancer. Another new enhancement is the JDBC adapter, which enables connectivity to databases. But as of now, it is supported for HANA and ASCDB on the cloud. And then the AS4 adapter for B2G connectivity. Yeah. We also have an OEM agreement with our partner, Advanco which provides additional four adapters like Salesforce, Microsoft Dynamics CRM, Amazon Web Services, and Sugar CRM to connect to non-SAP applications and the complete third-party and non-SAP world. Yeah. CPI also offers an ADK, which is Adapter Development Kit, using which you can build your own custom adapters for additional connectivity needs. And if you are an SAP partner and want to build adapters, you can also use this ATK and then get it certified by SAP. Yeah, so moving on to flexible pipeline, the second part of the question, Sandy, uh, yeah. the uh, flexible pipeline steps that are available in SAP Cloud Platform integration. There are more than 40 independent and reusable process steps that you can use in your integration flows. Yeah. For example, message mapping, Excel XSLT mapping, which yeah. is a step which allows you to create a mapping between yeah. your source and target message format. Yeah. You can use Groovy script or JavaScript to trans, uh, transform messages, access headers in customized way as per your integration needs. Yeah. Then you have splitter, which allows you to split the messages. And during the message processing, if you want to transform the message formats, it's possible using message converters like uh, CSV to XML, JSON to XML, EDI to XML, and vice versa. 
Yeah. These are also quite a few security-related steps like encryptor, decryptor, signer, verify, and so on, which yeah. you can use to add an additional layer of security at message level. So these are some of the connectivity and message processing options available with CPI, which helps you to seamlessly integrate between SAP and third-party applications. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, Shepal, like for deep diving to like the um, discussion. And I think those components you mentioned uh, really will facilitate an advantage for the companies using like like a hybrid um, cloud technology strategy. So um, another question, um, and like pointing to uh, Finney, that can you give us an overview of the monitoring capabilities available on cloud, SAP Cloud Platform? Sure. Uh, so CPI has a quite extensive uh, monitoring and operation capabilities. Uh, so if you go to the monitoring tab of the cloud platform integration, you will see uh, one of the important section is the managed integration content, where as soon as you deploy your uh, integration flow, you can actually check the status of the deployment. You can access the endpoints that are exposed by the integration flow and use that endpoint to receive messages uh, to this iFlow. You can also set the log level of the deployed integration flow from this particular section. Uh, and uh, so the three log levels that are available are info, debug, and trace. Uh, info is by default set uh, to every integration yeah. flow. But yeah. if you want to basically increase the log level, uh, you can set it to debug or trace. And uh, trace is the highest level of log, which in addition to the message processing logs, also provides the payload information. So at each message processing step, so which allows you to compare um, what happened uh, to the payload or the message before each step or after each step. And uh, just a point to note that the trace log level is enabled only for 10 minutes, yeah. and the, the trace is uh, retained for one hour. So, But it should be sufficient enough for you to uh, execute your scenarios and do the tracing. The another important section in the monitoring is the, the managed security. Uh, in this section, basically what you do is you can manage your security artifacts like certificates, key stores, certificates to user mapping. Uh, you can also do connectivity tests. So if you have, like you have, if before uh, running your scenario, if you want to check uh, any of the system's availability, you can also use the connectivity test. And then we have the settings tab, uh, which is basically accessible only to the tenant admin, uh, which provides you configuration options uh, to do uh, to, to basically configure transport mechanism, whether you want to transport your integration flow using transport management service on the cloud, on the cloud platform, or you want to use CTS Plus, or you want to use the other mechanisms that are available. Yeah. The other section that is available there is the uh, ESR configuration. So as I mentioned earlier, if you want to reuse mappings from PIPO, you can also configure ESR uh, repositories uh, details in this section, and then you can use this ESR connectivity in your designer to fetch these mappings. Then the last section there is the product profiles. Uh, so as I mentioned uh, earlier about the asset interoperability, we yeah. also provide uh, profiles like uh, CPI, which is basically Cloud Platform Integration Profile. And then we have profile for each SP level of SAP Process Orchestration 750, which allows you to validate the content in the designer and also uh, check whether this uh, the the different capabilities that you have used in the iFlow are uh, are basically can run on that particular uh, SP version. So once you do that, you can basically then transport this content onto the on-premise PO. 
Yeah. So this is a very useful feature that you can try it out. Yeah, and, I think uh, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And then the last uh, point I also want to mention is that all the operations that are available in the designer as well as the monitoring or, or operations are also exposed as public auditor APIs, uh, which enables the customers to build their own um, or automate your CI CD processes, right? Yeah. So this is also completely. I, I think it's also uh, very important for our customers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So that's basically a short overview of the monitoring capabilities. Uh, yeah. And back to you, Sandy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you, Finney. And I think it's very important for our customers to know how to monitor their integration content. And when it comes to checking, you know, like the status of uh, deployment or like to check their um, iFlow. So, yeah. And then, uh, Shipa, so where are we today in terms of the licensed customers and also pre-build integration for SAP Cloud Platform integration? Yeah, sure, Sandy. Uh, let me give you the current picture of SAP Cloud Platform integration customers and yeah. pre-build integration content. Yeah. We have around 6,700 plus licensed customers. Wow. From yeah. which <laughs> around, you know, 50% are large enterprise customers. Yeah. All this is driven by pre-packaged integrations, around 1,200 plus pre-built integrations, out of which 41K integrations are deployed, 1,200 plus APIs available with 6 million sandbox API tryouts. Coming to partners, we have around 300 plus licensed partners as of today. Yeah. You know, one more interesting number, which uh, with respect to engagement with development community, there are around 45K plus developers on an average using SAP API Business Hub every day to discover its set of pre-built content, pre-packaged content, and try out APIs. Yeah. So this is really huge. Yeah. Coming to content part, we have C4 HANA and S4 HANA contributing the maximum number of packages yeah. with 600 plus integrations. Yeah. So in short, our customers are really, uh, you know, leveraging pre-built, pre-packaged integrations to kickstart their integration journey. Yeah, and I think it's also very impressive to hear about how many customers are actually benefited from um, our pre-built um, integration uh, content and then they are um, using integration uh, capabilities from SAP Cloud Platform. And so yes. how can customers get to know about SAP Cloud Platform integration more like if they want to learn more um will you recommend some uh, additional resources for it sure uh sandy so what uh I, as i started also sap cloud platform integration has been around for quite some time yeah. and there are many learning opportunities available uh but from sap side we offer both low touch and high touch enablement programs for our customers partners or consultants to yeah. learn and become experts in in the cloud platform integration yeah. and some of the uh, examples of the low touch engagement options that are out there are basically the open SAP course we have an open SAP course for CPI and then we also released uh, another one for cloud platform integration suite this is also uh, was released last I mean this year uh, you can also learn about different services along with CPI in this course then we have a certification for uh, SAP cloud platform integration that is available then we also do a lot of videos so 
every time there is a new feature that is available we create videos and this is also available in SAP HANA Academy YouTube channel and then we also publish the same in the SAP Learning Hub so yeah. if you have access to that you can also learn yeah. then another thing that we do is every month we have a webinar it's called what's new so we do this every month where we share updates or enhancements that are coming out of cloud platform integration and also the other services of the suite uh, and we share this uh, over webinars and also newsletter then we have an SDN community which is very active so if you you can go through it and you can see the number of blogs that are available where you can learn uh, about different features and if you have questions you can also ask questions there and get answers from the community itself right yeah. and then another thing that is also available is the um, SAP press uh, there is a, a, a specific book that was uh, was published for SAP Cloud Platform Integration that's available. Yeah. Yeah. And now coming to the high-touching enablement programs or options, we have uh, customer advisory programs uh, from the product management team. We run this for partners, customers, and internal stakeholders. Yeah. And then for the on-site training, if you're looking for on-site trainings, we you can get in touch with SAP Education, and they also do this uh, trainings for five-day training on Cloud Platform Integration or three-day training that's also possible. Yeah. And last but not the there are also consulting services that are available uh, so you can get in touch with your account executive and and explore this option as well if you're looking for uh, consulting in cloud platform integration um, yeah so Finney, I have an uh, extra question for you so um, if I were a customer like or a partner like I would be interested in those high touch enablement uh, option you mentioned so how can I sign up like for customer advisory programs for example Okay, so with regards to customer advisory programs, uh, yeah. it's basically run by the product management team. So you yeah. can get in touch with uh, us. So yeah. mm -hmm. you can get in touch with myself or Shilpa, yeah. and yeah. then we can basically uh, engage with the customers or partners and do this yeah. uh, advisory programs. But for the education, SAP education, you need to reach out to the the SAP education team, which basically yeah. runs these uh, trainings and yeah. the consulting services for the consulting. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for your elaboration. So it has been already very helpful for our listeners, I guess. And yeah, so thank you again for joining me today. And I'm happy to have you here and have a nice day. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. Uh, and thank you for listening to us again. Uh, see you in uh, next podcast series for SAP Cloud Platform Integration Suite. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Sandy, again. And thanks, Shilpa. So let's... Uh continue this and yeah. meet again for the next uh, service where we discuss more and into detail of uh, integration advisor yeah thanks for listening to the SAP Cloud Platform podcast in case you are interested to learn more about SAP Cloud Platform visit our homepage at cloudplatform.sap.com the SAP Cloud Platform podcast is powered by OpenSAP OpenSAP is SAP's innovative learning platform and a thought leader for enterprise massive open online courses. It provides you with an engaging and effective learning experience through gamification and by connecting you with other learners and SAP experts. OpenSAP courses are free of charge and are offered in English. Enroll today in one of our OpenSAP courses at open.sap.com. Thanks a lot and see you!